And welcome to the Daily Dose, part of the Afro Jutu podcast. I'm your no BS entrepreneur, host, and podcaster, and also mentor. On today's show, we'll talk about are entrepreneurs born or made? Let's roll into the show. The Daily Dose is your daily insight into the world of entrepreneurship, where I share my very best secrets to help educate you on building a six figure business. Each day, I share secrets on entrepreneurship business and marketing so strap yourself in for your daily dose from your no BS entrepreneur afro Duritu. this topic i was scrolling through i wasn't scrolling through i went to answer the public thought what pe- what are people asking what questions and this is one of the most common questions on there i thought let me answer this question so my entrepreneurship journey if you've not heard before started in 2016 now i've had several expert guests on on expert weekly <coughs> Near up to 20 guests, that's 20 weeks worth. Plus, I used to interview people on my previous podcast as well. So I've had about 30 expert guests. I I'm in many entrepreneurial circles as well. And I like to ask the question at the end of every single show, and I want to collate this over a period of a year. So to work out what are the, is the most common thread. And so far, it tends to be that they are made. Okay, so generally speaking, people have said entrepreneurs are made. And I would tend to agree with both sides. So let me go argue the case for both. So, and I will make my final decision at the end of this. So I'm not going to sit on the fence when I like fence sitters. So <laughs> if, if you're an entrepreneur right now, or look to be an entrepreneur, if you go way back when, when you're a child, okay, so you're, you're born, you're raised, and up to the age of about seven, Bruce Lipton's got a great video of this on YouTube, that we form our blueprint essentially. So our blueprint is surrounded by our environment, everything around us, mainly what we see, watch, hear, etc. So it just depends on, as you grow up, what you're surrounded by. If you're surrounded by entrepreneurs, business owners, people taking risks, people taking challenges on, it's okay to fail, that kind of scenario, you're more likely to fall into the space of entrepreneurship. You just are. Think about, if you're an entrepreneur right now, where do you get your tendencies from? There might be a family member, there might be some influence you've had at a young age that kind of maybe got suppressed as you grow older. And also thinking about as a child, you have tendencies to ask a lot of questions, to learn things. Why is this? Why is that? Why does this happen? We're very curious by nature. And there's a good saying that says this, be childlike, not childish. So even as an adult, you should be childlike and always be curious and looking for things. Think about the the people, hunter-gatherer days, you had to be entrepreneurial just to survive. You had to work out how, how does this work? How does this world work? Okay, if I associate myself with stronger, better people, I'm more likely to be successful. I'm more likely to hunt and get the meat. I'm more likely to be able to cook the food. I'm more likely to get shelter. All these things are entrepreneurial tendencies to create and build. And that's what entrepreneurship is about. It's about creating and building a service or product to share with the world, essentially, your knowledge, your experience, and creating money off your own back. So not relying on... Obviously, you rely on your team, etc., but you're not relying on a job or the government. And some of my guests have said some funny things around this. I think it was Ash Borland who said that he he he's not employable. He, he, he couldn't be anything but an entrepreneur, essentially. And some people have that tendency. Maybe you're unemployable. Maybe you just hate taking instructions from people. Maybe you just don't enjoy being led by somebody else or their influence or their impact. You're like, right, I prefer to do things my way. So why not I just start a business that's based on what I believe in? So when I first started in entrepreneurship in 2016, I just got frustrated and it's 
I hate to say it, it's quite ironic now that the the company I work for, which is Debenhams, has now kind of gone. I think officially, as of today, it's the second of December, so this might change. But the administration time is up pretty much, and unless anyone buys them, I think in the next twenty four hours or so they're done. And the same with Arcadia Group. So these are massive, huge retail companies. And for me, I could see the writing was on the wall um, way back when, when they tried to do online and it just was clunky. It wasn't great. And some of the decisions, the heads of the company kept changing over every couple of years or every year. And it was like, it's getting more and more turnover. And I just, I just didn't want to be in that environment anymore. I wanted to, one, be in charge of my own destiny. And two, I was, I was sick of the same thing again and again. So if you're on the corporate ladder, all you do is climb the ladder, another step, and it's more of the same. I was like, I don't really want this life. And I was like, right. I need to do something different and radical. So that's all like, Farah, let's do this. Let's start a business, essentially. But I wanted to start a business. So, and, and that journey was, that's me having tendencies. Even when I remember when I was a teenager growing up and I was, uh, there's a magazine called Match. I think it's still around. I think it's like 50p a magazine. And I used to buy that magazine on a monthly or weekly basis. And I buy it and then I'll take the bits of the, and if you, it's again on entrepreneurial tendencies. And I wasn't Gary Vee that picking daisies and selling back to the you know the neighborhood neighbors, but I used to get this magazine. I used to take out the you know, Alan Shearer, if you remember Teddy Sheringham back in those days, the nineties. I'd take all those out and I would, I would sell them to my friends. You want Eric Cantona fifty p? Yeah, why not? Would you want Dwight York for twenty p? Yeah, or a pound. So I'd, I would take that magazine, tear it apart pretty much, and sell the. They used to have like a um, a centerfold piece that you could put on your wall or A four, A two size. So I'd I would sell those essentially um, for a pound or two pounds. So I'd make money off it. I didn't really realize that that was entrepreneurial. I just did it. And then also did um, sugar straw laces. They used to have those sugar straws where you open it and you, if you're, <laughs> if you're a kid, you know what I'm talking about. If you, there's just full of sugar in there. And I used to sell those. They were like 5p or one pence each. I used to go back to school and sell them to the kids. Sounds really Dutch now, doesn't it? So I'd sell it to, to my uh, school friends uh, because we were like six when we were allowed to leave the school. So I had all these tendencies to sell things anyway, in general. And my first job was in sales. I worked in Clark's in a shoe store. And I worked there for nine years. And on the first day, you had to go meet and greet people. You had to sell them shoes, shoe care, or the products that come with it. And I was one of the top salespeople. I absolutely loved it. I enjoyed talking to people and selling things to people. It, 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 I guess it had some kind of natural feeling to it. But if I look at my, my mom and my dad, my mom was a nurse. Um, she held down two, three jobs at a time. My dad didn't do much administration, did a lot of, I guess he had lo- building lots of stuff in the house. So he'd build like just crazy things like tables, chairs, build all kinds of random things, put a whole porch outside a house. So all surrounded by creativity, if you like, and hard work. And that's the kind of skills that you need for entrepreneurship and resilience. So that stemmed for me. And then it, I came to this day, obviously now being in this space for four years, and I look at it as two things. I think you're born with entrepreneurial tendencies. So you have tendencies to do things entrepreneurial, but it's your surroundings and environment that cater to, to support you or not. So you'll have members of your family or members of your community or your friendship circle who go, yeah, go for it. Go start that job. I'll support you. I know these people, these contacts, all they might be like, that's ridiculous. Why would you start a job? You got a, why would you start a business? You've got a great job. You're comfortable. Why would you do that? Why would you rock the boat? You've got a child coming and all excuses start to trickle in. So you're one of two camps. So I think you're born with entrepreneurial tendencies and they get squashed or they get nurtured and grown into something and they flourish. Okay, but within that, you're still going to make the choice. You're still going to 
build up resilience in. So there's some things that need to be made along the journey. So having tendencies is great and having support is great. But you've got to earn your right to be one. You've got to build things. You've got to build a business. You've got to build a client base. You've got to build systems, processes. You've got to build things that people want. And essentially, otherwise you grow out of business. And that is a skill set. So I believe you're born with it, tendencies, and then you've got to develop that skill set as you grow older. Just like anything, hard work beats talent. And I think it was uh, Russell Kane, the comedian. If you ever watch his YouTube videos, go watch it. Uh, caning is absolutely hilarious, uh, especially around COVID now. It's, it's funny. Um, but yeah, so he talks about, it's like, I think, uh, don't get the, hold me on the percentage, but it's like 85% is hard work, 10% is luck, and then 5% is talent. And I, I like that analogy that you have to have something within you to build and nurture. Like, I could never be... I, I, I can never be, I, I don't have the tendency to be a golfer. I, I, I don't have the patience, I don't have the skill set, I don't have the accuracy. My friend Ali will pick it up, whack it, you know, X amount of yards straight off the bat. And I'll be like, nah, this is not for me. So I, I would not be great at golf. I don't have the talent for it. I could work so hard, but I'm never going to be Tiger Woods. Okay, I, I'll never be a basketballer. I'm six foot one. That's kind of tallish, but it's short in the basketball world. But even then, I don't have the tendency, the skill set, the hand-eye coordination, all that stuff that comes with it. I'm good at generally good at general sports. I'm fit and healthy, but I don't have the tendency to play basketball at that level. So I'll never be LeBron James, but that's okay. I have different skill sets. So I've got 5% talent in something else, which is being able to communicate a message, hence why I love podcasting, and also creating online systems and processes. I've got a little talent for that, a little bit. Now I had to nurture that with hard work. And this is what's sitting in this back cave, if you like, working for the next last six to eight months to try and pivot out of lockdown and, and, and grow a new business, essentially. Obviously, I had the skill set before because I was back at house for our personal training business anyway. So I did all that stuff, but now I'm sharing it with the rest of the world and community. So I've always done that for four years. But it's only a tiny, tiny skill and talent I had I had to develop over time. Then obviously have some luck. Like I was very lucky that I found my first business mentor, Darren Tebenham, back in 2016. I could have just done a personal training course online, but I didn't. I seek somebody who's in the industry, who's an expert in the field for 20 years, who has made millions. I just I happened to know someone who knew him, and that was it. So that's a little bit of luck. I might have got the percentages wrong in terms of the last bit, but it's definitely mostly hard work. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't want to work hard. I'm going to leave it on that note. So to end it all, I believe... Entrepreneurial tendencies as you grow up and the nurturing environment will decide to squash it or to help nurture it and develop it. Cool. Let me know what your, your thoughts are. So send me a message. I'm intrigued. Do you think entrepreneurs are born or made? Let me know in the comment section if you're watching and if you're listening because it is a podcast show. Give it a screenshot. Let me know what you thought of today's Daily Dose. Tag me A-F-R-O-N-D-I-R-I-T-U. And thank you very much for all the messages I've been receiving so far. Absolutely Grateful for the, the love you guys are sharing me and the appreciation for me doing these daily doses. I can't do it without you guys. I need your support and I need you to let me know what you're thinking so I can make the show even better. And I'll catch you guys in tomorrow's daily dose. But before I leave, as I always say, take control of your life before life takes control of you. Thank you for listening to today's Daily Dose. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing. 
You have been listening long enough, guys. It's over 100 episodes now, which is absolutely fantastic. I really appreciate people who are listening to Daily Dose, part of the Afrojutu podcast. And if you are getting value from this, please consider subscribing. It helps me reach more entrepreneurs, educate more entrepreneurs, and helps me to reach my goal of 10 million entrepreneurs, which is a massive goal, but I need your support and help with that. So click subscribe right now if you listen on podcast or spotify or google podcast whatever platform you listen on and listen now and i'll catch you guys in tomorrow's daily dose